Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. Brothers and sisters, our God is a God of recovery and restoration. He's a God who brings recovery and restoration to areas that need recovery and restoration in our lives. That's something that'll show enough be a big time benefit in all of our lives. Our God is able to bring recovery and restoration in the lives of all of His. That includes things that we never thought could be, much less ever thought that would be recovered and restored in our lives. He's not only able, but He's willing to do it for you and me. So, get ready, get ready, get ready, saints, for the God of recovery and restoration to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of you and me. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. We're going to pick up in Mark chapter 10. We're going to begin reading at verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many applauded him. And many of them pumped him up and said, yeah, man, go for it. Go for it. Huh? And many charged him that he should hold his peace. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. That word charge right there means to tax upon. To tax upon. That is to censor or admonish. To tax upon him. Whereas they begin to start taxing upon him. When you tax upon somebody, you try to take something away from them. Taxes come to take things away from you. And see, they begin to start trying to take something away from him. What? The opportunity to receive what? God had in store for him the opportunity to receive what Jesus showed up to be able to give to him. They tried to censor him and admonish him. Come on, man, shut up. In other words, they tried to shut him up. They tried to shut him up. By implication, I like this, it means to forbid. By implication, it means to forbid. Think about that. They stepped up and tried to forbid him from seeking his healing. Because folk will step up and try to forbid you from receiving your healing. Forbid you for receiving whatever God has in store for you. Today we're talking about healing, but it implies to anything. To forbid you. You're going to stop me. You're going to forbid me. From getting my... See, let me talk. In order to receive what God has in store for you, all you need to learn is two letters. Well, you can learn three. But two letters in the alphabet. A... And B, and make everything an A and B conversation between you and God. Everybody say A, a and B. And B. Make everything an A and B conversation between you and God. If everybody else hear it, cool. But even though everybody hearing it, it's still an A and B conversation between you and God. Here's the third letter, C. As in, that's what you tell folk to see your way out of this conversation because I'm doing what I need to do to talk to the one that came to give me what I come to give me 
He had a purpose to come give it to me. I got a purpose to receive it. I ain't hearing all this about what you're saying to me about what I don't need to do. You got to learn to tune out other folk that's trying to stop you from receiving what God has in store for you. You got to tune out all other conversations that are telling you you can't have manifestation of what has in store for you. You got to find your, that you got to tune it out. Because they was trying to charge him, forbid him. It also translates rebuked him. They rebuked him. Think about it. He was rebuked for trying to be healed. Rebuked for trying to be healed. You got people on the radio trying to rebuke people for receiving the, the wealth that God has in store for them. Rebuke people for receiving the healing. Well, if God wanted everybody healed, then, then there'd be no reason for hospitals. Well, that's, that's okay. Is that your argument? So you're trying to protect hospitals. Fool. Well, people sick. Wake up. They charge them. And, 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 and I like this. Well, I don't like this, but I, it's good to know this. It says, and many charge him that he should hold his peace. That word many means much. Speaking of plural, much. Which means it wasn't just a few people who tried to shut him up. But it was many people, much people, plural. Many people, much people, plural. In fact, it also translates a great deal of people. A great deal of people. So out of that multitude of folk and out of the disciples, out of that came mucho people old. They told him to shut up old. Cállate la boca. Shut up. Tell him to be quiet. Don't trouble the master. As though it's a trouble for him to give you what he got in store for you because that's what he came to do. It ain't no trouble for him to give you what he got in store for you. You're not troubling God by calling out to God. You're causing him no trouble, whatever. This means that it wasn't just a one or two of the disciples and the people who walked with Jesus. It was a great deal of the disciples and people who followed Jesus who tried to censor him. Wait a minute. Disciples and people who walk with Jesus? Mm-hmm. Them was the folk that tried to shut him up. Them was the folk that was trying to quiet him down. Them was the folk. Look at your neighbor. I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at the neighbor on the other side. Say, you better watch that one over there. You better watch that one over there. <laughs> Glory to the living God. Because some of the folk that was walking with Jesus was trying to shut down the manifestation of Bartimaeus receiving what God had in store for him. Just like some folk walking with Jesus will try to shut you down from receiving what God has in store for them. Because even though they're walking with Jesus, they're not sensitive enough to Jesus to be able to know what it is that Jesus really came to do. I don't care how long they've been in the body of Christ. I don't care how long they've been in the things of God. They may be insensitive to what Christ came to do. Christ came to heal folk. Christ came to set folk free. Christ came to get sure that people make sure that people get what God had in store for them. And you can have some people that's with him that don't even recognize what he's there to do. Remember Philip? Praise God. Been with Jesus for quite a while. And remember Philip when, when after Jesus had laid hands on all these folk and it started getting later into the day? And Philip comes and said, Yo, send them away. Shoot, it's dinner time. Go send them away. 
so they can hurry up and get home before Whataburger closed. That's what they were saying. Praise God. And Jesus said, no, don't send them away. From whence can we get bread to be able to feed them? He said, whence? As in where we get it from. He didn't say, should we get it? He didn't say, you think it's a good idea we get it. He didn't ask him his opinion about whether we should get it. He said, whence we get it? Because he already decided what he going to do. But Philip said, man, it will cost a whole penny's worth, to be, which, which was a year's wages. It will cost almost like a year's wages just to be, get them this stuff, man. Because a lot of people always think about how much it'll cost. The inconvenience that it'll cost. Man, you got the wrong mindset. Jesus said, what do you mean cost? It already cost me. I came down from heaven to earth to fulfill my mission. And part of my mission is to bring healing to the people. Part of my mission is to provide to the people. I came to heal all that were oppressed to the devil because God is with me. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So you can have some people that's walking with the Lord and get in the way. I said, you can have some people that are walking with the Lord that get in the way. Especially in these last days. Especially the ones that call themselves mature Christians. Them going to be some of the biggest fools you ever met in your life. They're going to do stupid things that's totally outside of what the word of God has to say. But you have to be mature enough to be able to know what God's got for you. And get mature enough to lock in on the fact that I'm getting mine. Bunk what they do. That's why the word of God says, let God be true and every man a liar. You got to get locked in on the fact that you're getting yours. Well, sister used to pray right. She, she ain't doing that no more. When they look at him and say, you the fool. she the fool. Don't get mad at me while I talk. Some folk were born fools. Some folk become fools. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Look at your neighbor and say, you just make sure you don't become one. Praise God. Tell them, tell them. Exhort your brothers and sisters. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because it's contagious. You get too close to a fool, it might jump on you. <laughs> Hallelujah. He preaching whether y'all know it or not, praise God. Homie was trying to send people away while Jesus was trying to feed them. Just like some of the disciples and many of the other people trying to shut him up while he trying to get his healing. You better, you better recognize. It wasn't just one or two people. It was a great deal of disciples and the people who followed Jesus that tried to censor him. Many of the people... And the disciples who walk with Jesus forbid him to cry out. Don't do that. We, you, you shouldn't do that. It don't take all that. <laughs> Many disciples and other people who walk with Jesus rebuked him when he cried out. Rebuked him. And don't forget, the disciples are the ones who are supposed to be the closest to the Lord. So they, if anybody should know, somebody say should, should, should know. What they can and cannot get from the Lord. And one of them should have known. As soon as he cried out, have mercy on me. They should have been like, oh man, you hollering at the right person. Because he come full of mercy. 
They should have said to him, man, that's what I'm talking about. You may be blind, but you see better than everybody else around here. That's what they should have said to him. Are you listening to me over here? That's because people can walk with the Lord and don't have his heart. People can have the word, but don't have the spirit of the word. That's why this got to be an A conversation. What do you tell everybody else? Amen. You hearing me up in here. Praise God. They told him, hold his peace. They told him to hold his peace. Hold his peace. That phrase, hold his peace, right there means silence. That is hush. Hush. <laughs> they was trying to shush him. Shh. Shh. Quiet down. Jesus is on his way to heal people. Don't disturb him. I'm people. Since he went about healing all that with pressed to the devil, some of y'all should say, wait, I'm people. I qualify. <laughs> they tried to shush on me. Properly, it means muteness. That is involuntary stillness or inability to speak. Muteness. That is involuntary stillness or inability to speak. They tried to mute my man. You know, like with a remote control, you know how a remote control got a mute button on it? And you know how sometimes they loud, especially when it goes from program to commercial. Because you know how the commercial is so much louder. Because you got it up turned up so that you can hear what they're saying. Because they all whispering and stuff like that in the middle of the movie. And you're trying to hear what they're saying. And then all of a sudden they go to the commercial. And then they're like, buy Crest toothpaste. And you're like reaching for the button. And you're trying to mute this stuff. In such a way was if you mute it, you hit the button, then you'll see miles still moving, but no sound is coming out. You hear miles still moving. That's because the mute button on your remote control causes silence to be where sound could be. That's because your mute button on your remote control causes silence to be where sound could be. Although the program is on, the sound should be on, the mute button forces the sound to stop. And at a time when you want what God has for you, when you should be saying something, other folk, if you let them, will mute you and cause sound to not be where it should be. And it's not uncommon. Get blessed in the middle of the world when you're in the middle of the world. You ready to holler loud? Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus! But you look around and see who's around you and see it's mostly heathens. And you'd be like, huh? You got muted. Because at a time you should have been praising God, you didn't say nothing. At a time you should have been blessing God and testifying to everybody around you that the Lord is good to me. You didn't say nothing. And at the time that you could receive what God has in store for you, including your healing, your prosperity, your peace of mind, your, your restoration of relationships and everything else that he can give you, you stay silent at the wrong time because of what other people are saying and what they might be thinking. Bunk them and the horse they rode in on. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Bunk them and the horse they rode in on. You better get yours. Look at your neighbor and don't let nobody mute you. Don't let nobody shush you. 
Don't let nobody hush you up. You better speak up. I know that's right. See, that's what that's what they were trying to do to Barnabas. They tried they tried to hit a mute button on my man. Only problem they couldn't find the mute button. I don't know if you ever tried to reach for the try to reach for the remote control, trying to hit, find the mute button, but it can't. And the stuff's still happening before you can get it. You can, you can shut it down. Is it that y'all don't try to mute nothing? Is that what it is? That's what they tried to do to get Bartimaeus to do. Is mute his voice and his request for a manifestation of sight. They tried to force the sound of his request to stop and be silent when it should have been heard. Because if the Lord is that close, you're supposed to be heard loud and clear. Especially when scriptures say all through the Old Testament, cry unto me and I will heal thee. We read that last time. Cry unto me and I will heal thee. And if he say cry unto me and I will heal thee and he knows that and he knows that he's near, homie started crying and didn't have no fear. See, involuntary denotes that he wanted to speak and act but was stopped by somebody else. That's what it one of the definitions, I remember I said involuntary stillness or inability to speak, which means he wanted to say something, but they would have wanted to shut him down regardless to what he wanted. See, some people will override what you want with what they want. Some people will try to override what you want with what they want. You got to become a person that does not let what somebody else want override what you want when what you want is what God wants for you. See, when God wants something for you, you should want that. And once you want that, you don't let nobody else stop you from wanting that. You don't cause nobody to not get you to not want. Remember, that that happens to people in church. They came to a church because they loved the church. But then they ran into somebody that stopped loving the church. And then they followed a person that don't love the church no more and missed out on what they did. It was an involuntary being took away. They tap you and say, come on, man, let's go. We don't, need, we don't need to be in here no more. And then they walk out. You got a decision you got to make. Either you're going to be muted and miss out on what God has in store for you, or you're going to be deluded and walk out with that one that's walking out too. You got to make a decision with, hey, you made your choice. I'm making mine. You decided what you wanted. Nothing. I decided what I'm getting. Everything he got. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? You can't let nobody mute you. You got a mind of your own. You can't let nobody mute you, shut you down. But you got to understand the person that brought me here, they ain't here no more. Well, that's their problem. They ain't got nothing to do with you. That might have been their assignment. Bring you here. Come on, if he wrote via trans, if he wrote via trans, it ain't outside waiting on you after to drop you off. It drive you here, then go on about his business. Are you listening to me up in here? That might have just been your via trans. They just rode you up here. Then they rode off. They did, they do. You just stay where you're supposed to be. You don't run down the street after the via trans after they pull off. Hey, where you going? They like, didn't you say you wanted to come here? I brought you here. Does that make sense to anybody up in here? He didn't let that happen to him. My man Bartimaeus said, no, I'm getting, I, the devil is a liar. They told me, hold your peace. Shush up. Shut up, boy. But instead of remaining quiet and shutting up, when they told him to shut up, 
The Bible says he hollered even the more. <laughs> I like that. We read it. It says, and many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. The more they shut, tried to shut him up, the louder he got. The more they tried to hush him, the, quiet, the louder he got. Somebody asked me why. Because if you got sense enough to recognize that the Lord is near, then you also have sense enough to recognize when the devil is near. And if the devil is trying to take you in one direction, you got sense enough to go in the opposite direction. So if he's trying to shut you up, I'm going to talk even more. If he's trying to get you to walk out the door, I'm going to be here even more than I was before. Because something must be about to happen. Something must be about to go down. Hallelujah! So if you got that much sensitivity to recognize that God is near, and you got that much sensitivity to know that the devil is around, then you ought to know he's a liar and his breath stank. So if he says, shut up, speak up. If he says, leave out, sit down. Hallelujah! If he told you, pull away, let me dive all the way in. Does anybody hear me up in here? You got to recognize something. Bartimaeus did. He saw with his spiritual eyes what needed to happen. He's only trying to shut me up. The devil is a liar. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Look, he didn't change what he said. Sometimes when we were out in the opposition, we change what we say. He didn't change a word that he said. Why? Because what he said was about to get him what he wanted. What he said was right already and he was about to get what he wanted. Sometimes when we run into opposition, we get to changing things. Maybe I ain't saying it right. You saying it right. That's why you're running into all this opposition. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Some people say, man, I joined this church. I ain't never had this many problems so I joined this church. How's it that just show you in the right one, baby? I just show you in the right one. Why? Because you wasn't no threat to the devil before. That's why he left you on self-check. Now that you're about to become powerful, he said, oh, I got to shut you down right now. You ought to get deeper in, not, not, not farther away. Hallelujah. They told him, shush up. And he said, you shut up. And he, he screamed out. That's Eastside Detroit version. Yo, mama, praise God, amen. Amen, that's Eastside Detroit Amplified. Praise God, anyways. He said, and many charged him that he should hold his peace, but he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Look at verse 49. This is awesome. And Jesus stood still. Good God Almighty. Think about it. Jesus was on his way to go do what he wanted to do. If I could put it this way, wasn't even studying that he was over there as he was going to do what he was going to do. Everybody said, shut up, Jesus! And all of a sudden, Jesus says, and then commanded him to be brought unto him. Commanded him to be brought unto him. Oh, see, I don't know if this is doing nothing for you. This is doing something for me. They trying to shut him down. 
And his actions turned the Lord around. Stopped him in his tracks. Imagine if your cry could stop Jesus in his tracks. What kind of cry do you have? That can stop him from going where he was going to do what he was doing and then come see about you. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope even more so that you know that God can be a God of recovery and restoration in your life. God wants to, so all we have to do is believe it's true, cooperate with him, and let him bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. We'll be so glad when he does. And because he loves us and wants the best for us, he'll be glad when we let him bring recovery and restoration to us too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, don't worry about that. We'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off to home after it's over. So just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be more than glad to come and get you. Come on through. You'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.